Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 30th of January 2021 after Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. Martin, can we not just rerun Wednesday's podcast? I, I, I mean, I'm not saying we weren't trying to score, but where was the real desperation to turn one point into three to to roll the dice? All the things we talked about on Wednesday, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> it's almost non-existent, to be honest. I mean, there was there was some good chances. We had you know, we had good chances, towards, especially towards the end of the game. Uh, but there wasn't just didn't seem to be that desire, um, and I don't know if it comes from the fact that for you know eighty two minutes or whatever there wasn't what you would call a recognised striker on the pitch. I don't really think you can you can use that as an excuse because there's you no know, professional footballers who who among them you know, are capable of finding the back of the net, and it just wasn't it just wasn't working. Um, I thought I thought first half we were okay um, without ever really you no know, no no looking really really dangerous there was again a couple of chances uh, the McLennan header it was it, no, on first on first viewing you think you should have done better but I think it was a, it was a lot harder than it looked when you see a few replays but I mean yeah you're totally right I mean it's just it's it, it's kind of like a repeat of a repeat of the other night where you know, that desire to just go that go that extra yard to get a goal just didn't seem to be there I don't think you can overlook the fact that you know, you lose Sam Cosgrove before the game. Even his backup wasn't available today in Curtis Main. Bruce Anderson, a lot of talk before the game about how, um, oh, you know, time's obviously up for him if he's not being selected to start today and Conor McLennan is being put up there instead. Well, Bruce came on. He, I mean, within five five minutes, he did actually get a very presentable chance. And, I mean, he miscused his header. He, it, it doesn't even just go wide. He just sort of balloons it up and over as well. Um Really disappointing level of finishing. Uh, Johnny is falling falling over his feet basically when the ball comes to him. I mean, the game isn't played in a vacuum. Livingston, as always, and ex- particularly over the last couple of months, worked very hard to close this down. And the pitch obviously helps that particular game plan. And probably in terms of uh, mere geography, in terms of the ball, came closest to scoring when Joe Lewis clawed one out, which was. Probably just about uh, not over the line, but uh, but hard to tell. The lack of a striker, though, is it's what we were all talking about beforehand and, and what we'll be talking about now afterwards. Um, but yes, any professional footballer should have been able to put away some of the chances that we created. But we're going to be scrambling, aren't we, really, when it comes to, to replacements for, for Cosgrove because clearly there doesn't appear to be a desire to open up the purse strings very much. Ross Stewart appears to have agreed a move to Sunderland this morning, so it won't be him. I mean, obviously, as per usual, there's a lot of hatred about potential names that have been thrown around uh, on social media. Um, but, you know, given that we're looking to replace a guy who we picked up from the fringes of the Carlisle squad for 30k or whatever it was, general derision and amusement at the time, and we're now selling for 2 million, you'd have thought they'd maybe have folk that might have a bit more of an open mind about some of the replacement names being banded about. Hi, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I've seen some of, some of the names that are going about, and you know, their professional goal scoring records that aren't great. We need to bring a striker in. You know, who that is, you know, whether that's somebody on loan for just the, the final part of the season, which I think it probably will end up being, rather than being a, a, a full time signing. Um, you know, remains to be seen. But as much as we've been critical of Cosgrove and you know, saying he's you no, know, he looks like his confidence is through the floor, and you know, he's not been not been scoring when he's had chances lately. You know, you need to, he needs to be replaced. We can't go the rest of the season with Curtis Main as our 
as our first choice striker. But on the other f- on the other hand, Martin, when you look at the actual results that we've achieved this season, how many points do you think have actually directly been attributable to our two main strikers, Main and Cosgrove, scoring goals? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you've probably got the stats sitting there in front of you. Obviously, um, yeah. I, 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 would, I don't know, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be able to pick a number out of the air. Go on, hit well, me with it. Four. So two versus, <laughs> Curtis Main's double versus Ross County and Sam Cosgrove's, <laughs> and this was a penalty kick against St Johnston uh, to turn, both to turn draws into wins. You know, you talk about, oh, you know, we, we're desperately missing a striker. The thing is that we haven't really, and today was actually an exception in terms of creating that quantity of very good chances because, I mean, there are four chances there which each of them should be should be being put away and you know I think McLennan you you can argue he he, he does better and that he he gets it at least towards the goal but he's in so much time and space there for inside the penalty box that he just wouldn't normally get you know in, in a lot of respects we've got a team probably be good enough to muddle through the rest of the season and probably still just about squeeze home in third because that's more or less what we've done so far this season because your strikers haven't been scoring goals and haven't been contributing to the points total in the same way but what was noticeable uh, certainly when Livingston brought on Jim Manuel Thomas was that um, the ball was never sticking for Aberdeen up front at all and we didn't go long that often there were times we had to go long when, they're, when they pressed our full backs in particular but it's a, it's a pattern we've seen so often this season. That a game in which we we start off okay, we're, we're bright, we're committed to playing it into feet, a decent playing style, maybe create some half chances, some three-quarter chances like today. But then the confidence, the ability to find another red shirt, it just peters out as the match wears on. And, and we end up, in a lot of times, looking more likely to lose it. Yeah, we really did. Uh, just you know, that that second half was just especially like, say, when they mentioned they made the change and brought on Thomas. It was passing us by, I think. Anyway, really, so I understand perhaps maybe why the manager is a little bit reluctant to make a change. But the, the second the second half just it was just it was just nothing was happening, and you say nothing was sticking for us. And you'd like to think that the, the manager would look at it and try and make some sort of change. I mean, he's got dare I say it without getting a barrage or abuse he's got Scott right there you know well I said well I did say the other night no I personally wouldn't start him um, he's got Scott right there he's got no god forbid he's got someone like Nell McGinn there um, there was there is options that were on the bench to try and change it and he obviously felt they didn't were not going to make any difference I mean yeah but again you've got it isn't played in the vacuum you're up against a side who are, who are going well who have um, it's 10 now I think unbeaten in the league we, we shouldn't expect to, to turn up at these places and roll through the opposition but yeah the, again that lack of just being willing to, to roll the dice until what was it 82 minutes Scott Wright came on and I was surprised he didn't start I, I, I was quite happy to see the shape at kick off um, because I thought actually that worked really rather well last Saturday against Motherwell um, in that it got guys like Kennedy, they got on the ball much further up the pitch than they have been getting this season. Uh, and I thought that made a big difference. But yeah, not playing right. Again, as I spoke about on Wednesday, it's that combination with Hedges. And Hedges today was fairly anonymous. And he was fairly anonymous last season. But he and Wright do seem to have an understanding and do seem to be able to open up defences. After all, in the first game of the season against Livingston, it was that moment of quality between the two of them that led to our only goal from open play uh, that day when we won 2-1. So I was a little bit surprised that Wright didn't start. Um, again, I, I suspect that and the news that Ethan Ross is coming back are both pointers to 
the fact that they probably believe a deal will be done. Although, you know, let's be clear that it's going to be a pittance that's being offered. If we do a deal, it will be primarily based on getting them out of the building and wanting the problem sorted. Because, I mean, how much did they pay for Kamara? 50k? Any offer is going to be in, in that ballpark. And I, I genuinely believe that Scott Wright is, is probably worth more than that for the remainder of the season, even if that is, you know, just a case of keeping us in third place if the Scottish Cup doesn't even get started, which is looking like an increasing possibility. Between now and Wednesday, how, how do we change that? Because I thought at least part of the problem today was it was quite clear that the side hadn't really done any work playing with Conor McLennan or a Conor McLennan-type striker up front. If you bring a guy in before Wednesday, are you pinning everything on the fact that he's just the catalyst that, that changes things against the same team who will play the exact same way on Wednesday? Derek McKiss said he's, he's, he's looked at a couple of people. You know, there's been there's been some like feelers put out there. Um, and he brings somebody in. You, know, you, you could just end up with the same the same thing today, where you've got someone up front who doesn't really fit, doesn't really know the players yet. And so you could end up with you know just a repeat of that ninety minutes. Um, you know, I thought it was you know I thought McLennan did okay up front, but you know you could see that that's that's not a natural position for him. But I thought we did okay with the four at the back. It looked you know, it looked good. Um, I thought Greg Lee was okay today. I, I wouldn't say I was hugely impressed with him, but I thought you know it's a, it's the first time I've you know seen some some quality from him since he's been back. Um, I would, I would, I would pr- probably stick with the majority of that starting eleven and try. You, know, you try and work with it. It that depends who it is you can who it is you can bring in as well. I mean, we're scr- scrambling around looking for looking at guys who we don't really know much about or don't have much of a record, and you know, it's it's, it's unlikely they're going to come in and suddenly set the heather alight um, against a like a really tricky team like Livingston, who, like you say, no, I mean, no. I know the manager's going to get criticism because you know we're recording this before I've heard his post-match interview, but you know he's going to come out and say things that he's going to get absolutely caned for, things about, you know, about Livingston, you know, about the run they're on. Uh, but but the run has to be taken in effect. They're a team full of confidence. They're on a good run. They're, they're undefeated in however many games it is. So we've got, we've got to, we'll have to face exactly the same problems on, on midweek. Um, so I don't think bringing in someone it would really make any difference. I think you know you, the, with the the players we've got, I think you know you work with that, you work on the shape, and you perhaps you know, work you know, with someone with McLennan if it is McLennan who ends up being up front again and try and try and just get him a bit more familiar with what he needs to be doing. Yeah, we do, we do have a tendency to totally overlook the impact that confidence can have on a team, and right now it's it's clear that. You know, Aberdeen, despite their position in the league, are, are low on confidence, and Livingston are, are, are quite the opposite. One last thing is it is actually at least seven clean sheets in the last ten. I know everyone's losing their, their shit about uh, the fact that it's four nil nils in that time. You know, the very fact that we appear to have, uh, certainly in the back of the Ross County uh, nonsense, put three clean sheets together is at least some sort of positive. I suppose you have to, t- you have to take the kind of take what you can and know. We're not no, we're not letting in goals. That's a kind of that's the kind of base at least you can build from. If we can make it happen at the other end, what no Derek McInnes teams used to be good at. You know, they used to be good at keeping clean sheet, keeping clean sheets, and then you know getting goals and beating beating the so called best of the rest. So it's 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 no, it's not much, it's not much of a thing to celebrate. But it's at least shows that. Te- no, things aren't terrible at the moment. No, it's not. It's it not reason to celebrate. Needs to, Absolutely it just needs not. To turn. Celebrate is not is not is definitely not the adage. But yeah, well, you're, no. you're never going to get anywhere unless that's functioning. I think for for parts of the season, 
it simply hasn't been functioning. You know, we we gave away really cheap goals at Ross County. Before that, cheap goals at St Mirren and at Hamilton. To have that basis of seven clean sheets in the last ten is at least something. All right, yeah, we probably should just have put out Wednesday show and nobody would have noticed a bloody difference anyway. But that's the debrief after St Johnston. Uh, no, not St Johnston. That was Wednesday night. See, you're paying attention. After Livingston nil, Aberdeen nil. On the 30th of January 2021, we'll be back on Tuesday night to do this all over again, except we're not going to do a debrief immediately after Tuesday. The plan is to do a full podcast on Tuesday night, so um, we don't just have to focus on what may be another soul-sapping 90 minutes. Until then, come on you Reds and um, let's hope for some transfer window alchemy before the window slams shut on Monday night.